It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do the right offense. Hey everyone, how you doing? Wade and Ryan here, NFL in London for another podcast in lockdown. Are we surviving? We're never leaving. Yes. Um, we, we'd be about 10 days away from the NFL season right now. We'd be watching a little NBA finals. Probably. We would be, we'd, be, be we'd be watching sports. Be Baseball would be here. Oh. Hockey would be done. But at least we get to watch uh, pointless premiership games that have no uh, <laughs> that have no point value in any, no, no. any of the standings. So it is fun to watch, though. It's fun to watch sports. Obviously, hey. missing sports. Um, you know, and, and you're right. So the uh, the training camp is supposed to start January or July 28th. Um, but they never really announced it yet. They're, they, they're, they're going to push it back. I think they will. I mean, obviously, the NFLPA is now pushing to say, "Hey, look, um, we don't want." They've cut it down to two uh, preseason games, but they want none. Um, and I think with this stage of Corona, the way that it's going and the way that Florida... They're going to put every team to do their training camps in Florida. Yeah. Like, all the sports leagues are going to put everyone in Florida. <laughs> it could. Um, yeah, it's uh, the NBA. We were talking about that earlier. So, obviously, the NFL, we don't know what's going to happen. We do know that four games in London are gone uh, this year. And, and it's going to be interesting to see. You know, I was talking with someone yesterday about that. Is the NFL going to be reticent to... Obviously, the way Corona is, you're not going to commit to next year to London, I would think. You're going to go, look, you know what? We don't even know what this is going to be like in London next year. Let's wait till 2022, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's the money, right? And, but the thing is, if anything, if Britain and we've got it under control, there's even more incentive to play a game in here, right? Like, sure. If you we, would think, like, what the NFL should consider doing almost is moving the whole league over to all. Germany or to Europe or to Iceland. New Zealand and just yeah. play it out on the island. Play islands, it all in New Zealand. Right? We're watching the Bills play at 4 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting how that is going to happen, if there's going to be more seasons, and, and, and what's going to happen with I'm, the I'm really concerned. I really now, because like, every day I see those Florida numbers, and I'm just like, man. So that's why the NBA is, is the ultimate test, because they're literally playing a tournament inside the hornet's nest, basically. Yeah. Uh, so if we were talking about which they had one thing which we loved. Would we do the snitch line? The snitch line, which I think is a hilarious concept. Well, it's an interesting. So the snitch <laughs> line, and we'll tell you people at home or wherever you're listening to this, the snitch line basically allows you to report on people that are breaking the rules, say bringing an Instagram model into just the hotel. Banging, just banging. Pretty much. That's pretty just, much the only it's rule. It's dipping their wiener into things they shouldn't. Uh, but what you do is you put someone at risk. <laughs> the NBA players are like, listen, I'll meet you behind the Magic Castle yes. at 8 o'clock. Yeah, right? exactly. We got to go past the guard. Denny's, I'll sneak in. Denny's parking lot outside brought, the park. I brought this goofy outfit yeah. for you. <laughs> Just throw it on. Follow me into my hotel room. It would be funny if there was furry <laughs> fetishes that emerged as yeah, a result of this. Yeah, people are like, listen, I don't Maybe know Maybe I can't do it unless you're Donald Duck. I don't know what's going on in Kawhi's room, but <laughs> apparently Donald and... <laughs> All of the other, all of the dwarves are in there. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Sleepy, shaggy, fucky. But I love the snitch line. It's my favorite thing. I wonder if people, when it gets near like, a big game, they're going to call it like a fake snitch. Yeah. Ter- I'm starting to think now it's a terrible idea. Well, it could be. But it's going to be like the fire alarm that teams pull before the night before the Super Bowl. Yeah, sure. You know mess up hotel. with someone. It's going to be like that. Yeah. yeah. That's how LeBron You're going to snitch on someone else. Obviously, the snitch has got to be reliable and probably... Uh, backed up, but it does bode questions. But it's anonymous, see. It so is. So that's why it's not great because yeah. anyone could anyone be... could say it. You you don't want, you almost want to report on someone your own team. Um, but for the NFL, obviously, there's health implications. Say if you know, because even 
guys are coming out and saying that they're worried. J.J. Watt has said he's worried. Aaron Rodgers has said that he's worried. Mr. Positivity, Aaron Rodgers. Well, um, also apparently he's broken up with Danica Patrick. Oh, so that she's unfollowed him on the on the social media. So that no I was life, gonna no I was gonna hit that with yeah, huh? yeah, no. I know more uh, Instagram. Poor guy, just can't get a can't, I know. Can't break, can't and, get any luck. And his Madden way. ratings are down. But um, you know, the, the thing is, if someone gets it on the team, you imagine. I mean, the NFL, if it goes through and you get a couple of your guys going down, that's going to be a really effective team in terms of you know playing and also the way that uh, you know the health of everything. It's going to shut down your team. It's going to stop it pretty I much. I tell you what, this could be the only way Johnny Manziel makes it back in the NFL, right? He's sitting there. Just yeah, come on, virus. Come on, COVID. Yeah, rip through that team. I'm he he planned on it. He bought something to to make it happen. Yeah. Same. Um, so, yeah, we, we don't know what's going to happen. We'll keep you guys informed as we hear about things. But, you know, it's uh, even they're saying now, too. So some of the stadiums have come out. New England said they're only going to run maximum of 20% capacity. Philadelphia says no fans in any sporting events. Now, it's got to be across the board. We talked about this last week. I think you got to go across the board. No fans, or you can't have one. But each state has its own different thing. Baltimore is saying that they're going to cap it at 14,000 seats, 14,000 attendees. Yeah. 20,000, 20% in New England, and none in Philadelphia. So it's going to be different in every stadium. Florida said everyone can come, and it's face-licking as soon as you get in. And the Chargers say, huh. Yeah, Chargers Whatever. are like, please, yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't notice anything. They say, wait, wait, you're going to get us 14,000 fans? You, you That's can incredible. guarantee them? Yeah. <laughs> We're in. We'll We're take in. their temperatures rectally if that helps get more people in. Um, so that is, uh, you know, we, has the fans watching it, and obviously, you know, we've done polls to figure out where you folks in in the UK and across Europe are going to be watching the games. And predominantly, most people say that they're going to watch it at home. So we'll find some solutions that we can Zoom and talk with everyone before the games as well. Um, so we've also had a few big uh, uh, movements. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, obviously, is uh, worth yeah. $29 billion now. I love when you're watching, uh, you're reading some of these, or uh, watching these hot takes. And uh, people are like, oh, this is a bad deal for Mahomes. He could have doubled it. I'm like, what are you talking about? A billion dollars? It's like, I don't think, I think, you know, I was actually more surprised that they signed Chris Jones, I think. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, which was like 60 million. Yeah, no. So it's just like. Where's the money coming from? Like, what is going to happen to the, either something's going to happen to this team or they're just like, let's just get six in a row. Yeah. And then we'll just never win one again. But right now, again, like they got, they still got Travis Kelce coming yeah. up. Like, man, they, and where's they, the money coming from? That's that's also the problem. You know, it's, people are going to start demanding these uh, tax returns. Like, it's basically oh, yeah. going to be like a guy auditing this. It's like, wait a minute, you can't pay someone a gazillion dollars. It's like Bobby Bonilla contract. Yeah, exactly. For forty five years. Oh yeah, Bobby Bonilla still Bobby still Bonilla was still paid. getting paid after Patrick Mahomes got paid. <laughs> Way to go, Bobby. That's that's an agent's dream. I still don't understand the contract. How many years did he, does he get paid? The rest of his life? Did I think he, it's like th- 35 years or something like that. <laughs> but wouldn't she spread it over there and go, look, I'm really crap with money. What I want Maybe that's is- what it was. Maybe it's like, listen, I love it all now. Yeah. But my this? wife said, yeah. give me a million for 35 years. And I mean, a lot of a lot of athletes look at that and envious of that contract. You go, oh my God, he still gets paid. And you know, a lot of guys are broke and they spend all their money. They spend everything. Dude, it's like he won the the scratch for life. Yeah, he did the tickets for you win it. For but of course, not a lot of no, you know, the league and, and other leagues are not going to give those kind of contracts away. Anymore. Yeah. So again, like I think the Chiefs are just right now they got that they got the swagger they got the momentum they're like we're all in we're just going to run it up they're going to be tough to beat this year and they're going to be they, the only thing that's going to stop them is COVID or yeah. or somebody wanting them to change their name. Um, yeah. So 
you know, uh, Mahomes gets a, a monster deal. I mean, in some people are saying, you know, a lot of ways, you know, the five hundred something million. I mean, the Jaguars are bought for seven hundred million. So, um, you know, it's, money money is relative, yeah, but it's a big it's... monster deal for him. Speaking of the other big monster deal, Miles Garrett. Last time he played, yeah. he was hitting uh, Mason Rudolph in the head with a helmet. Uh, but now he gets a hundred million. I saw a great highest thing. paid defenseman. Yeah, I saw a great thing, and it said that Miles Garrett would have to hit Mason Rudolph two thousand times in the head with his helmet to now spend all that money. Oh, nice! Something like that. It's yeah, a ridiculous number. Yeah. yeah. Again, like Miles Garrett, outside of that mental lapse, if yeah. you the nicest way to call it. Has been one of the best defenders in the NFL. Uh, he's 24 years old. Yeah. He's an absolute beast. He is a physical specimen. Um, I don't think he's a terrible person. I think he just snapped. Yeah. Um, when you're a Brown, that's probably bound to happen. Sure. Uh, but I think that's a good contract. I think Cleveland had to do it. Um, especially if you're Cleveland, you got to show that... It's that thing of like showing you reward your players. So mm-hmm. it's like... People like someone like Odell. If you're just like, well, they're not gonna pay him. They're not gonna pay me if I do yeah. well. So uh, great signing. I think. I think they they just gotta sign him up for the rest of. The, like, he's gonna be thirty and coming off that contract, he could still be ready. He could still be a beast. I mean, as you talked about uh, in terms of his behavior, all the teammates and other people who played against him have said this was a one-off yeah, thing. Think, you know, he's as you say, he's twenty-four. He he's young. Poetry. He he's, he's, poetry. he's just known as being. <laughs> he's being very known as a smart, intelligent compassionate guy and obviously you know whatever happened he lost it he lost his cool everyone loses their cool but he did it in a way that you could just see was very emotional and it wasn't like thought out it was ah it was yeah. just kind of yeah he didn't help himself with all his after excuses but no anyway you're not gonna gotta it's just one of those things it, you moved on it was last year last year with freddie kitchen they're like let's just pretend it didn't even happen yeah like season four of community yeah exactly. just like, it never happened we're just gonna skip it here's your money move let's, on let's move on uh raheem mostert uh also looking he's played for almost every team in the league uh, and he's 28 years old. He wants uh, around $8 million. Um, I don't know. I mean, if, if San Francisco is actually going to no come back gonna on him. him. No one's going to pay him that. Like, he was on a team where literally everyone who touched the ball ran it for, like, 100 yards. Like, yeah. It didn't matter who. He had a great old line. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, Tevin Coleman. They still have Jarek McKinnon if he can ever stop blowing out his knees in training yeah. camp. They still got this guy they're paying God knows how much. And so they still got him. They got Tevin Coleman. Again, Especially when you see the contract like going in with Derrick Henry. We talk about that yeah. next. So Derrick Henry got four mil- four, 50 million over which, four years. Which is honestly, I actually was surprised at that. I I didn't. I thought he'd get way more than that. To be honest, yeah. he had the NFL rushing. He's an absolute monster to take down. He beats people down. I, again, there was a, something I read. It said, um, what's his name? Uh, the, guy, the guy who read 2,500 yards. Chris... Anyway, the other Tennessee running back, uh, okay. Chris Thompson or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, he ran for 2,500 yards, driving me crazy. I'm gonna get Chris yeah. Johnson. Chris Johnson, Chris Johnson yeah. ran for 2,000 yards. And in that year, he made more than Derrick Henry was playing now. And that was like 10 years ago yeah. almost. So Well, Johnson is a beast. And I like think a, especially a that's a real kick in the ass to all the running backs who want to get paid. Like I think teams saw the, the Zeke contract and they saw the Lev Bell contract, and then they saw the production that came with yeah. that, and they're like, yeah, we're not handicapping our team. It's like, they probably told them, it's like, dude, like, we're, 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 we're so close. This is what we can offer you. And I think he was smart. Like, he probably could have got more, but I think next year, 
is a massive running backs uh, yeah. in free agency. I think there's like tons of really good running backs coming into free agency. So I think he was just like, let me just get my money. Get now. my money, get and paid. You never yeah. know what's going to happen with COVID. Just get your money now. Peace of mind. I, I think it's, again, whatever. Maybe he's like Scottie Pippen, right? And people will be like, you moron. Yeah. But if he has two good years where he runs Russian title again, he can renegotiate. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, obviously... Um, you know, he, he he did surprise everyone. He was very good last year. It's it's sustainability to see if he can do it this year. You know, it's a lot of times when with a running back, people start to figure you out. Well, it's it's unfortunate. It's not him. Might be more concerned of just the wear and tear of of plowing over people, mm-hmm. having like ten car crashes a day. Because I think that you can't figure out Derek Henry. Because the thing you have to figure: how the hell am I going to tackle yeah. this guy who's bigger than me? His legs get going, and he's he's a machine. He's a tank. He yeah, just keeps so. I think uh, it's a good content. It's a really good card. If I'm Tennessee, I'm really happy. Yeah. Uh, you got you got Tannehill. You got your two biggest cogs back. Uh, you and if they can, like, they've been sniffing around um, Jadavion Clowney. They yeah. can bring Clowney. I think they got a solid. I tell you, Tennessee is going to be a scary team. I think they could be. You know, but it's also one of those up and downs where you know I've, I've read a lot of predictions where people are looking at it, and there's a lot of guys predicting they're only going to go 500. You know, because that they, they don't. They did surprise a lot of people last year, but when a lot of people start seeing you coming, then they prepare yeah, for Yeah, I think everyone says this about Tennessee every year, to be honest. Like, Tennessee's that team where everyone's like, oh, here we go, 9-7, 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah. Like, never. They're just one of those perennial, and they did it last year. But then what happened? That cold weather hit, and they just ran Travis or Travis Henry. Derrick Henry yeah. uh, all the way to the championship, almost. It's uh, And I think it's going to be a good motivator for a lot of teams in the AFC not having Tom Brady. Uh, there, uh, there's a bit of a, I think, a psychosis factor that you have to face them all the time. And part of me been... just there's this weird sadistic part of me that just wants the NFL to never come back until Tom Brady's too old. Yeah, so he doesn't even get. He doesn't his get a chance. chance. He to... just has to retire in Florida. I'm done. Yeah. And then Belichick gets co dies of COVID before, and it's just uh... like, oh, I could have been, and then a thirty for thirty on. On, on COVID and what it did. Yeah. Um, I mean, Dak Prescott, that's the other one as well. So we'll talk about Dak. Um, he, they franchised him again for $31.4 million. Kind of an insult when you think about it. Wow. I mean, you, you're looking at it. You know, this is a guy. Look, Jerry Jones basically said, I'm not having my players uh, kneel. I'm not doing any of that. Dak has always been a company guy. That's he's, it. He's told the line. He's done everything for them. And it's a bit, when you start looking at it, this guy coming into the locker room is going to be like, man, come on. You know, come on. And, and is he going to do Kirk Cousins where they franchise him for two years in a row? Well, it'll be like almost $40 million next year. 39 yeah. If they're doing it. But it's going to be that way anyway, it feels. I think, I think Jerry Jones has just put himself in an impossible position by paying um, Amari. Like, you think about your DAC, right? Quarterback's the most important position in all of sports. Mm-hmm. You, you have done nothing. Like you said, you've been a great quarterback, great, Good great team employee, player, great yeah. teammate. And you watch... Guy after guy in your team get paid, get yeah. paid, and then you don't get paid. I think he's, I think he's pissed, and I, I, well, I think he, he has a good year, and I, I don't think he's going to re-sign with them. And I think partly Jerry Jones has just hurt his team financially that they can't do this, and I think there's a big part of Jerry Jones that really wants Andy Dalton. Oh, I think to so take too. Over yeah. Just for financial reasons, and yeah. he's like, he's like, I can lowball this guy. I can lowball, uh, but he's just, the... and I think there's going to be lots of teams looking for a guy. Maybe even they, they trade Dak. If he has another good year, he can get something, but having to give that contract. But he's also, 
has to realize he is not Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And he has never been. Uh, as good as he's been, he's also been a quarterback who played behind the best offensive line in football. One of the best offensive lines we've seen in years mm-hmm. of football. I, who had Ezekiel Elliott, who led the league in rushing two out of three years. He was there. So made his life absolute piece of cake with good receivers, good weapons. So when it, when the pieces, you pay him and the pieces start falling away, Yeah, can you say, like, an Aaron Rodgers, like, okay, we'll just let Dak, we're just going to be crap in a bunch of positions because he's that good. And I don't think they think he's that. I, yeah, I think they're like, let's do this year and see what happens. See what happens. And I think it's a smart move. I wouldn't have given them a it, it is sort of, I guess I can see it from the smart move, but I think when you've got, you know, especially with the, the Black Lives Matter movement going on, and a lot of people looking to Jerry Jones because the Dallas Cowboys are the most... Yeah, I'll take one, too. Are the biggest um, franchise in sports. And there's been very silent on this. And, you know, I think that a lot of people are sort of going, what's going on, man? But with Dak, his brother is obviously, Dak's like, that's fine. I like the team. This is all good. He's playing the company line guy. He's, he's, he's Why respectful. Why is Dak's brother getting involved? I read about that. The, because the I think... Day. I'm like, the, who gives a shit with Dak's brother thing? Because I think... <laughs> because, because I think Dak is classy enough to not want to say anything negative... You know, he's not going to go, screw this, oh, yeah, pe- but his teams, family is, teams is saying exactly it. what he's teams thinking. Teams love it when their parents get involved. Well, Say that to Lonzo Ball, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing a team loves more, or um, what's his name, uh, Grimes, uh, Mika, Mika, Mika yeah, Grimes, Mika Grimes yeah. who's just a nightmare. Yeah. Everyone got rid of him. Trust me, the last thing you want, it, if Dak Prescott's brother thinks he's going to help the situation. I think, it's at, I think it's for context, because the family, a lot of people, a, a lot of players, and you know, you just have to put on the... The, the U.S. sports shows, a lot of players going, what the hell is, you know, Listen. he's speaking with the family and probably what Dak thinks inside and what he would talk about at a family barbecue and say, you know what, man, I'm getting screwed in this one. This isn't fair. But when it comes to the press, hey, it's great. I like being back. I'm a franchise tag. Great with the team. He's putting on, I think the real anger is underneath the surface. And, and a lot of the people just going, screw you, Jerry. Yeah. So he's it, mad about his Madden rating. Isn't but he? Is, it, is it going to make him even more competitive? Going into the season, does he have more to prove now? To go, you know what? Screw you guys! I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna bury the ball. I don't know. This you season. know what? That's like one of those weird things, right? Like, because if you're in the NFL, shouldn't you already have that mentality all the time, every minute of the day? Like, I don't know if this that extra chip on the shoulder thing. I think every player going in Ryan Tannehill shoulder. Ryan Tannehill definitely. Well, did he? Yeah, last year he from did. Miami. No, but that's what I'm saying. Is it or did he just finally find the right system with the right coach and the and the it, right? It could players? be, but I, I think that's some, what I mean. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, he yeah, he could say yeah, I'm going to use this. Yeah. But there's also lots of players who've been like like Cam Newton is talking absolute nonsense. He's just like humble. Cam is gone. Yeah. It's like when did humble Cam exist? Yeah. Because I remember you calling yourself Superman, and yeah. humble people did not call themselves yeah. Superman. So this idea that he and Cam's like I got a chip on my it's like whatever. Yeah. Like of course you do. Like I don't. I don't buy that as an argument. I think everyone's got a chip on your shoulder because the NFL. You got. You have to pay. Every, you have to produce every year, so you don't get a chance to not have a chip on your shoulder because you could be gone. It almost you any could, position. but I think a lot of people play with a lot of anger, and, and you know we talk about OBJ. You know um, who is like I'm leaving. I'm gonna play, and I'm you know get paid, and then going into Cleveland, and now even Cleveland's sort of going. Hey, you know what? Because there was talk of sending him to Miami. His wasn't mo- so much anger. His was more just like emotion, a full range of emotions. Well, anger was like that guy who makes up stories that the guy, the quarterback, 
killed his wife. Mm. <laughs> he's like, that's the guy who murdered yeah. my wife. And he's like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. And he does like, make, like Jordan used to psych himself up to, to pretend that he made up these stories sometimes about people. Yeah. It's like, he said that shit to me and he would like talk about it. Just yeah. like, and the guy would be like, I never said that yeah, to him. Exactly. But, but he, some people just need to do that. And if it's a competitive thing and if it makes him play better, fine. But to be honest, I don't see how he can play much better than he's been playing. Well, we'll see. And I would hate to be Michael but Jordan's dry cleaner. they do have C.D. Lamb, and they got a better offense, and the, the offensive line should be healthy. So, in a way, Dak's, Dak's in the best position. So, if he doesn't do it this year, well, be, yeah, he even just, if he lights it up, what, still not getting Mahomes money. No. So, you do know the number you're not going to go higher than. Yeah. So. If, he, if they were go 16-0, and 0 and he's like throws for Maybe. like 40 touchdowns, and you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, but we also saw what happens when... A guy lights it up and you pay him with Joe Flacco, who yeah. won the Super Bowl. Everyone was like, oh, let's give Joe Flacco one more year. Won the yeah. Super Bowl, got a huge contract, and that team was garbage for like six years yeah. until they got Lamar Jackson. He almost seems like a guy who's like, oh, I got paid. I'm done. I'm good. I'm good, guys. Uh, Cam Newton is now, he's, they solidified him as number one, the first uh, time a non-kicker uh, in Patriots history. Aside from Pat Patriot. Uh, the mascot. Mm-hmm. He's, He's not... probably furious. Oh, yeah. God damn it, Cam! How much are you going to yeah. pay me? He paid 2000 for a first class seat, right? Yeah. So maybe a little, a little five grand. And then offered he offered the other guy up to ten grand to switch seats, and the guy said no. I love that. Well, also the guy he was asking us. What if it was like your first time on first class? You've been talking about this your whole life. Yeah. And then some fucking guy in a. Wearing a like a diaper on his head, <laughs> on his head as a, as a hat comes over and says, "Okay, it's like no yeah. man, I, I want my free drinks. I don't want to sat back there." Plus, I think the guy was also very tall as well that he has to move. I think the guy was like six four, six five. So it's like the guy's like, "I'm not moving. I'm taller than you." First of all, Cam had enough. He could just get a private plane. Yeah, if he wanted to. Um, what we've got so there's also some news now coming out of Washington that we all know the Redskins have changed their name, and well, we don't they're going to be. They're going to be changing their name. We don't know what. Uh, Dan Snyder released. Did a you hear about that guy who bought all the dumb forty eight of them? Yeah, this is amazing. just sort of evil. It's like, what have I done? And if they don't use any of them, it's going to be like, oh man, I bought all this for nothing. But it's like one of those. Is that even going to work? Because there was that that time in the in the dot com boom when people were buying WaltDisney.com. They ended up losing anyway. Because yeah, well, because Disney will just bury you with lawyers. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? That's what they'll just do to this. But, but they, what they'll say is, if they say go with the Red Tails, and he has a Washington Red Tails. I kind of really like the Red Tails. I like the Red Wool. I kind of like anything you just keep red. Yeah. But anything keeps the color. Red Lions. They might, they might want to avoid color altogether in it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, You're and probably they might, right. You're probably right. You might just call them Decaters or something like that. Whatever you call them. The Warriors, apparently, is one of Warriors. the leading ones. Great movie. The uh, Washington, love that Washington Warriors is a good name. Yeah. Um, and you want to avoid anything that's sort of similar to any of the other sporting teams, Capitals, and all that kind of crap as well. Yeah. So, um, man, Washington has had some terrible names, right? They yeah. used to be the Bullets. Yeah. And then people were like, stop like the Bullets. Oh my it's God, like, yeah, Bullets. Because they were like the crime capital. The murder, it was the murder capital. The murder capital of America yeah. for so long. It's like, no yeah. wonder our fucking team's called the Bullets. I think they should call them DC. The, the London Stabs. They're going to call them DC Cab after one of the greatest Mr. T movies ever. About DC Cab. <laughs> Great movie if you haven't DC seen it. DC Cabs. Cab. It does not hold up to time, but anything with him in it. So so what they're saying is, though, um, that they've got rid of uh, Alex Santos and Rich Mann, uh, Richard Mann, and apparently what they're saying, the scouting department has been purged. There are talks of racism. There are talks of sexism. <laughs> racism, there are talks of drugs and alcohol and sex abuse. And apparently there's all of these things coming in, and a lot of the beat reporters from Washington 
are always saying, watch this space, in the next couple days you're going to hear about everything. So apparently minority owners apparently are very upset. Dan Snyder, if something comes up and, and we find out that this is... I think that, I think this would be an amazing... If, if Dan Snyder gets forced to sell his team, which would be great, I think everyone in Washington would, would, uh, would just be on top of the world. I think this is the best opportunity to say this next owner has to be a black owner. Unless it's Donald Trump. Yeah, unless it's Trump. But (laughs) I really think that that is the the step that that the NFL needs to take to say, okay, we got an opening to buy a franchise, which so rarely happens. Mm -hmm. Now we need our first minority owner. And I think that if the NFL doesn't do that, just lets another old fucking white guy. It's like like the premiership with a Saudi king. Well, don't forget. A Saudi king or some oil baron just buys your team. It's the only chance you're going to win the premiership. So I think this would be such an opportunity for for the NFL and in sports in general, who which has no owners almost. The NBA has a couple. Con, yeah, con. Sure, I think Jordan owns uh, the the Hornets. Yeah, so. I mean, but for the NFL, this would be so huge for them. I think I hope if Dan Snyder loses his team, and I hope he does because he's just terrible uh, at his job um, at just owning a team. Yeah, uh, I think that would be a great opportunity. Well, I mean, do. there's a, there's a lot of I think of a lot of obviously uh, influential and affluential black owners that potentially could come out there. I mean, Oprah. Get Oprah. Oh, you got guys knows. like Jay Z talking about getting yeah, into there you it. Go. I mean, obviously, you don't. You want guys to get involved that actually have some sort of business acumen, not guys that are actually. No, of course. Wow. Well, yeah, you can. See I mean, you. The Rock bought the Kansas City Chiefs, but that was in Ballers. Oh, <laughs> oh did he? Wow. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen Ballers, it, there's a lot of ass in it, and he's probably loving it. Did they win the Super Bowl? Uh, no, they did the contract with Mahomes in the last season of it. It was big. If you haven't watched it, you should watch. Uh, it's it's interesting. I bet you the owner that's like, what the fuck is that? Uh, they they have all it's a lot a lot of good actors in it, uh, but also Rob Corddry is is fantastic in it as well. Uh, it's one of those things. NFL, I'll watch anything. Um, so that's the NFL. We'll find out in the next few days what's going to happen in terms of that. Uh, yeah, because training camps should be opening soon. Should be opening. They've been doing all the digital, the Zoom meetings. This is the time when you don't have a new a new coach. I think this is those teams that start is they're gonna find it a bit harder. The ones with the new coach, you yeah. can't get the team together. Well, just can't, trying, can't yeah. assert their leadership. It's building, it's building your build camaraderie, report, yeah. and you've got to. If you're a new guy coming, they're going, "Hey guys, how do we do these meetings? You know, you got to do it your way." Um, Kenny Stills has also got arrested um, protesting, uh, which you know he was in front of the Kentucky uh, Attorney General's uh, house. Um, but it, it's nice that there are players that are actively taking an interest in yeah, things. Totally. Uh, so uh, hopefully, I'm sure he'll be fine with bail. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, and also, they're talking about uh, another stadium. They're talking about changing the name is the Buffalo Stadium. Um, the Ralph Wilson Stadium uh, is up, and they're talking New Era Stadium. Apparently, I New guess Era. New Era is asking yeah. to be released from it. So apparently, they must be hurting. Financially or something, or they yeah. just—they're just like, listen, we don't want to be associated with Buffalo. Probably, probably that. <laughs> there is always that option. Well, the stadium—it's one of the older stadiums. It needs—it's—it's it's great. It's—I've been to that stadium so many times. It's fun. It's old. You're not going there for the glitz and glam. No, you don't even have like a back on your seat most of the times. It's like a bench. Yeah, no, um, it's it's a cold bench when the wind comes across. The only the thing that holds you up is the guy behind you's vomit. Oh yeah, it's on frozen your vomit. Um, but they're talking about, you know, with Buffalo, because they are rejuvenating downtown Buffalo. Um, and there is talk that because they're, you know, like a lot of cities, they're building 
Uh, you know, like San Diego did, you put the stadium downtown, you build all the shopping around it. Just build a dome. I say build a dome. Well, like, yeah. It makes no sense. Like, if anyone thinks that weather is an yeah. advantage to anybody, they're insane. Like, there's no way Buffalo, like, the players walk out and say, yes, it's snowing. Yeah. I can't run. Well, this the is- fact the fact that they have so many days where the snow, because the, the one thing, Ryan and I grew up across the the, the lakes from, from there. We don't get as much snow, but the lake effect means oh, yeah. Buffalo gets an extra, like, meter of snow. And it just, you know, we get like, say, you know, six centimeters or 10 centimeters of snow. And it's like Buffalo's gets two meters. You know, you're like, holy crap. But when you have that much snow and you got to pay people and give them tickets to shovel, you're right. You, you should have a stadium that's... You don't get a dome. Maybe you can host the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, like everything. You have better concerts. You got concerts in the winter. It's just, it's a no But you look at the size of Buffalo, like Buffalo compared to Toronto. Well, Buff- still- Buffalo's, Buffalo's one-sixth the size of yeah, Toronto. Yeah, but you also get a lot of Toronto stuff. You get a lot of people that come from Toronto, but, you know, obviously... Because we- you can go to, like, a concert in Buffalo... Probably half the price of a concert in Toronto. Yeah, it is. A lot of us go shopping in Buffalo. It is cheaper. And you can, you know, Niagara Falls, you can just get a hotel in Niagara Falls and take a bus or anything across. And, you know, they do a lot of those from the casino. Actually, you go to the Falls View Casino, grab a thing across, and then you're at the game. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I think before we sort of wind this down, the, the Madden rankings, are a lot of people are really pissed at those. Nine <laughs> I pe- love when the NFL players get angry at the Madden. Well, the only thing I get upset with Madden is they, the game never hasn't really changed. You know, no. like, you don't really notice it changing. I, to be honest with you, I, I used to be religiously, like, Madden religiously. Mm. But, every, but now with a wife, she would never sit through a Madden game. Does she like it when you call her the wife? <laughs> Probably. I've never called it to her face. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've just, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so it's one of those games I haven't played in a really long I think the last time I played it was when we, you and I played it. Yeah. Um, but I just love when they get mad. It's just, because I guess they play it against each other yeah, all they the do. time, right? So so they get their, there's four guys that hit 99. Uh, it was Mahomes, uh, Donald. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, so Aaron Donald shouldn't be 99 because he did not have a great year last year. No. So he should be, he should be docked a bit, I would say. So there's a lot of... Who's the, the other two? Who the other uh, let me just think. It was Donald... Um, now we've got to find it here. Oh, uh, don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll find it. I'll think about it. Uh, some of the other guys, uh, Stefan Diggs was a 92. Ooh. What surprised me? So AJ Green was an 88. Cole Beasley was 83. You think Cole Beasley is that close to AJ Green? Goddamn right he is. Yeah, right? he's amazing. Le'Veon Bell, 87. Mid, uh, Trubisky didn't even crack the 80s. Um, OBJ, 91. Uh, Khalil Mack, 97. Um, so, and again, everyone gets upset with these ratings. I think Adrian Peterson had gone on Twitter saying... Cause yeah, I Tom Brady is under 90 for the first time since, like... He's 90, 20. I think, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, He's 89, I think. Yeah. He's 89. Well, interesting enough, I will not be buying Madden 21, no. but sometimes no. they give free copies away at events, and you're like, I'll take that. Uh, I'd love to play it. I would love, uh, and if EA Sports is listening out there, yeah. uh, EA Sports, it's in the game. My friend used to do that. Do that voice. He made a mint off that. But um, if you want us to test the game, please send us one. Ryan and I will test it. We'll play it. We'll put it on Twitch for you. He was the Bruce Buffer of video games. He was. EA Sports. It's in the game. He recorded that like four times and he got paid for every time. I went to his house and you're like, EA money. And when they finally got rid of him, it was like 10 years he had that. He's minted now. He used to host a dating show uh, in Canada as well. Uh, anyway, so uh, Ryan, I, the last thing Ryan had, uh, you wanted to talk about dark horses, dark horse, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl dark horses. A couple ideas of teams that you think are dark horses. All right, so I have one from. I have a couple. I have a few that I think could just come out of nowhere and surprise. I really like Minnesota. 
Do you? Yeah, I, I don't know why. I think okay, we're going dark horses. We're yeah. we're avoiding the big dogs. Obviously, yeah. the Baltimore's, the Kansas City, the San Francisco's. And we're gonna mm. go with the team. I just think what Minnesota did. I think getting stuff on Diggs off the team helped them because I think he just wasn't working. Yeah. I think they got Justin Jefferson, who was really good. He was one of the top receivers. I think he's going to work really well with you. And I think Kirk Cousins had a really good year last year. Very underrated. I think a lot of people completely wrote him off after that first year. And I think he stepped up, had an even better year. And he's going into the third year of his contract year. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook has been a monster the last couple of years. Yes. That defense is getting better. And I just think after you know they did they did beat the Saints, and they, they did end up losing um, to, to what? They lost to San Francisco, right? Yeah. yeah. They lost to San Francisco. Uh, and I just, I just feel like at the NFC again, it's just one of those years. Anything can happen. I think their division is wide open. I don't think the Packers are no. anything to be terribly scared of. So I think Minnesota could easily get eleven wins, maybe even get a buy. Uh, not the buy because it's seven teams. Especially even with the seven teams, they're definitely going to make it. And that's my one team, the NFC. Who's yours? Uh, well, I'm going to go with my one from the AFC, and I'm okay. going to go with the Indianapolis Colts. Mm. Uh, you know, the Colts have been one of those teams that always been there, that the bridesmaid uh, at the wedding, uh, that you're sort of wondering who's going to be next. And, you know, I think adding Phillip Rivers when he was in sort of a toxic environment with the Chargers, now you've got, you know, the Colts organization has been always very rewarding to the players. Everyone who plays for it likes it. Um, and this is a team, I think, that they had a lot of tools that were together but not right. Absolutely. And so I think that losing luck and having now Rivers, Rivers in there, the maturity... But also having a lot of the other teams. The virility. <laughs> virility. Oh, everyone's getting a baby. Everyone gets uh, a baby. Yeah. Really, then, yeah, they'll have nine people in the stands and it'll be all his kids. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't season. matter though. I really like them as a chance. I think that's a great I, I think they're one of those teams that they will, they always sort of sneak together a 500 record, but they're always that much, few games close where there's three or four games difference. The next thing you know, you're 12. You're 12 I, I would say I'm probably most interested in Philip Rivers this year out of any quarterback yeah. in the end. I'm interested in Cam because I'm interested in how he's going to do. But Philip Rivers, to me, it's either what we're going to realize after like week three or four is we're going to be like, yes, Rivers wasn't. That was, or you're yeah. going to be like, yeah, he's shot. Yeah, he did. He's yeah. absolutely he's shot. Like when Flacco took over yeah. uh, Denver last yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, he, he came in and you were just like people at the beginning are trying to hype themselves up yeah, yeah. no Flacco's angry you know what he's got a chip on his shoulder yeah. right from getting cut and losing it to Lamar why is he and missing he everyone yet terrible uh, which actually brings me to my AFC team okay. one of my AFC team and I actually think Denver is a sneaky I, I totally team. agree with you on I that think, one I think Drew Locke is interesting again mm. another quarterback is interesting I think um, they, Sutton yeah they got Sutton they got uh, they drafted Jeff Lindsay. Uh, Judy. They yeah. got Lindsay and they got Melvin Gordon as well, yeah. who's also a really good receiver out of the backfield. They got you know Von Post Von Miller. This coronavirus has just destroyed him. Yeah, he's gonna come back. Got Bradley Chubb who missed most of last year. He, he tore his knee yeah. out, so he's gonna be back. And he was a monster. Uh, so I just think this is a chance for. I think Denver's feeling a bit of that mojo. I feel again in that division is gonna be really tough. But I think with that seven seed, I don't think they're going to win division, but they could easily get the six, six or seven seed. Yeah. Fifth, fifth, sixth, seventh. I think they're just one of those sneaky teams, but it's all dependent on Drew Locke. Yes. If he steps up and becomes the quarterback, because second year is when you want to see a bit of progress. You know, we saw it. The Bills saw it with Josh Allen. You know, Trubisky had it his second year. Yeah. And now it's the third year. So I want to see that from Drew Locke, but I think that's an interesting one. Yeah. No, exactly. 
Uh, my surprise one, uh, one I don't know about Super Bowl, but I think they're really going to shake some people up finally this year, is I think Arizona actually might have a good mm -hmm. year this year. Yeah. Uh, they've added, obviously, some great receiving core. Kyler uh, uh, Murray, you know, has obviously come into his own now. They've got a running game. Yeah, Kenyon Drake was a monster. And, and they've got a passing game, and what they don't have is a lot of pressure. There's not a lot of pressure on them to succeed. And they, the, a lot of the games that they lost... They weren't getting blown out last year. Yep. It wasn't like they were getting destroyed. They would make some rookie mistakes. They would do something stupid that would make them lose the game. But I don't see them... I could see them taking over a 500 record. But I also mostly see them... When people look at them as an easy win, and they come and they won't make it an easy win. And I think it, having Hopkins now as a deep threat with a great arm on Murray... You know, you're going to see yeah. some bombs. I think Murray is going to be one of those sneaky guys, especially from a fantasy perspective, like one people forget about. But you got to remember those yards he's going to get yeah. you running. Now he's got Hopkins. He actually played, he won rookie of the year last year. Yeah. Had some really good games. Like, he wasn't terrible at all. He was number one pick. He shouldn't yeah. be terrible. But I, I totally agree with that. I, I think they're going to be, especially in that division, I think Seattle. Again, that's a tough division. Very San tough. Francisco, Seattle, Arizona. Yep. Oh, my God. It's like that. every game of those is going to be an absolute killer. As long as they happen. <laughs> as long as they happen. I do. To me, that's the hardest division in football. Yeah. I think, I think the, you're going to see the Rams, who are golden, they're probably last place team. They could be. And, and the, the Their Sean attitude McVay. Is Remember yeah. when we were all in love with Sean yeah. McVay? Cliff Kingsbury's only reason he got a job is because of Sean McVay. Everyone wanted, hey, we, yeah, want, we want we a want fuckable him. young coach. Exactly. We want a coach that's hot. Yeah. Fits in with LA. That has man. a killer house that he drafts in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, those are some of our, our whatever picks. Little dark, little dark horses. The dark horses. I also like the Titans. because I like You them. like the Titans, and I like the Bears, even though they're not uh, dark horse. I think we might actually put some wins together this year uh, and uh, surprise some people, and maybe our defense will actually step up with no injuries. That's it, though, for this episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it uh, in terms of the podcast. Any questions or anything, reach out to us, folks. Uh, and we'll be... Uh, hopefully some news on training camp Hopefully soon. some news on training camp soon. We'll be back next week or soon enough with another podcast. Stay safe, everyone. Enjoy the season. And let's hope we have a season. Yeah.